the tender shit. Ah, it was nice. It just came out like ice cream. (laughs) I haven't had one of those for a while. (laughs) I want to live like OG Walkers, careless and me, Nickel Bolas. I want to live. I wanna fly through this Ravnica, the wind in my horns and the gem at the peak. I did a real shit job there, but do you I know it? have no fucking idea. Yeah, I I didn't really know it either. Okay, so guess or yeah, no, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Blue. Blue. I have no idea. Okay, neither <laughs> do I. So guess. <laughs> well, I think that's what I do every week when we're trying to figure out these songs. Uh, Savage Garden does it. No idea. Uh, it's called the Animal Song. I think it was like on a soundtrack or something. Nope. Yeah. Don't know it. So this was giving me back when uh, Ravnica was still around, obviously. <laughs> so it's been a while. This It's a lot more like Nicol Bolas just wants to live and, you know, do oh, his gotcha. deal and everybody else wants to stop him. What's you know? the name of the song? The Animal Song. Yep. Nope. I yeah. don't know it. I, it took me a real long time to, like, figure it out. And then I didn't do anything with it. And now I'm just remembering how to do it. <laughs> So that was a shit job. Well, uh, it was uh, Ozzy Nate did that. It was like a and last minute. You got to get a song here because we decided to double yeah. cast. But it's not really how you this guys are going to be hear like it. a bonus. This is going to be yeah. Well, bonus actual, or double cast because we're going to have the spoilers in between. Whatever. This is foreshadowing. This is episode eighty four. But <laughs> welcome, to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. Don't worry. Ah, uh, we're cousins. Ah, uh, we're cousins. Ah, we're cousins. Ah, uh, we're cousins. Ah. This is episode number eighty four. Mm-hmm. We just recorded we believe, 82. Unless we just push this shit off <laughs> yeah. and do something. Maybe it's a bonus episode. I don't know. 84. That's what I'm pushing for. <laughs> All right. 84. Well, it is a special episode because we are... This is almost going to be a finance episode here because we're going to talk about rotating cards. Yeah, rotating cards. Uh, there is going to be a big rotation here with standard changing with throne of Eldorane coming in so we're gonna lose ixalan rivals of ixalan dominaria and core set 2019 yeah and we just want to talk about cards like this is kind of a finance one and also like the list was more like i'm just filling out my collections and cards right. that i think are good stuff i wouldn't want to get rid of at these prices and you know kind it's of- kind of a whole big thing it's just hold on to them uh, acquire them We'll point out, too, as we're going, like, certain cards stick out more than others, being like, pick these up now, prices are going to go up, pick up multiples if you want to make some money off of them. Uh, Some cards may say, go for the foils, you know, that they're cheap enough where you can go get the foils, that if these cards take off, the foils are the first thing going to spike with these. So there's a different variation of these. These are just cards in general, like Larry saying, to have in your collection to use for certain decks. They're going to be good tools yeah. to add to your toolbox. Because like one, like an example right now, if you follow us on Twitter, I kind of showed you. I got Nicobolus the Ravager for. Like that was a couple weeks on, ago, Lowry. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> people are dumping stuff that I wouldn't normally get mm-hmm. from Standard because they're trying to. Get ready for the new standard. value a little bit. Get ready for the new standard. Try and get new cards coming in. And this is the time when I kind of come in and 
pick up cards that are declining. You swoop in. It's not. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's that's the noise I make in my sleep too. <laughs> that's how I snore. <laughs> but this is this is definitely the time when I'm picking up a bunch of cards just to fill up just the collection. Or if I'm like, ah, all right. No, at this point, do you normally pick up cards extra? Like, are you trying to, besides your playset, these cards that we're yeah, mentioning, do yep. you get a bunch and this be like, is, oh, I think this card has a good potential to go way up? Uh, some of these cards on the cheaper end end up getting into bulk boxes, and that's what I keep an eye out for. Or um, Because people are even dumping their bulk from like draft. They're like bringing it into stores. How much do you want for this box? And they're like, we'll give you $5. That I would go through if you're doing that, keep these cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or, like, even some of the commons, we mostly avoided the commons because those are hard. Yeah. Most of those aren't going to be. Even when you get to the uncommons of stuff, uh, except for Dominary has the special legendary creatures that were uncommons. Actually, we got legendary creatures in this, in Eldorain that are uncommon. Uncommon as well. Yeah. Yeah, That that green red gobbo. Yeah. That's cool. So, those are a little more expensive because they're a little more tough to come by. Like Tatiova is one of the, a good example of that. But first, before we get into the episode, where can people like find us and do things with us? As I said, uh, you could if you're following us on twitter that's kind of where we try and interact with people uh and we have a lot of things on there you have uh your not sharing with adam and then number two does not sharing with lowry yep and adam i do not sharing with lowry so whatever then we have trombley and jeremy saying don't follow this and stop doing that it's not a thing they're being jerks about it it is a thing yeah asshole that's not (laughs) and then we have a proxy of the week hashtag proxy of the week uh, we are doing the new segment. We're continuing the segment of A and L questions. Hashtag A and L questions. If you That's have any questions, a, a little L and a capital L, a little or a little N, N a capital, capital L questions. L. Yeah, all one At word. At this point, we might actually have. But if you have any questions, just ask us there, uh, or you can email us yeah, those questions as well. as well. If you don't want to accidentally type in anal uh, <laughs> what as, is that what that is oh that was just, just a l questions a l questions what happens if their phone auto corrects it to that <laughs> like, they're in trouble it means they've been typing into their search <laughs> for what they're into <laughs> i'm just trying not to get people in trouble <laughs> it's prediction text so it knows what they like to write a lot it's a problem sometimes <laughs> anal's never a problem yeah <laughs> Hey mom, do you have any A and L questions? <laughs> and why are you she asking will, your mom about anal questions? Maybe she listens with you. Maybe you're this that a family event. <laughs> you sit down and you're like, around I'm going to have some biscuits. <laughs> and who sits around like a dinner? T- is it the old time radio instead yeah. of watching TV? Of the the radio That's turned a, on to your. I favorite. would love that. We are somebody's mealtime program. <laughs> I hope not. Cause Biscuits, <laughs> mashed potatoes, a little side That's of two weeks ago, Lowry. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Puking milk. Oh, wait, that's two weeks ago. Yeah, we just did that. Uh, okay, and then I think that's it for Twitter-wise. Oh, that's also where you can find out if we're ever delaying any episodes, whatever. Oh, yeah. and the speaking of not sharing with Adam, we have a new or beer this week. Actually sharing with Adam. This one's another Boulevard, and this one's going to be Tropical. I don't even think we said the last one. but Yeah, I read it when you okay. were trying to wanted me to Fine. stall. All right, this one's going to be a pale ale with uh, ale with grapefruit and pale passion fruit cheers enjoy it's warm it's cellar cool it's warm it's grapefruity uh i like the other one a little better 
I like this one better because it's not going to give me gut rot. So the other one was the jam, but that one's sweet like a shandy. This one's much more uh, sour. This is this is like a breakfast beer for old people in Florida. <laughs> breakfast you just it's crack a breakfast it open. Beer. I'm going to have my grapefruit. <laughs> And then you're good to go. That's how we're going to have our grapefruit That's world. That's for sure how I'm eating grapefruit when I'm retired. <laughs> Look, it has a picture of a grapefruit on the front. Yeah. I don't know why I always have to put an accent whenever I'm trying to do a Is somebody impression. not you? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about Cindy. Hey, Adam. <laughs> why does how you it... doing? <laughs> yeah. <Yeehaw. laughs> He's just jealous. All right. Um, what else? Oh, we're going into YouTube. Go to YouTube. Check us out there. Uh, that's a free way to support, support our podcast. Like, and subscribe. then you get to watch a picture. Yeah, watch a picture. That's not time. us either. It's more like a for logo. now. For now, we might eventually do it. And then uh, we also have other videos on there. But you can like, subscribe, yeah. share there, and uh, that's you, where you go to our video and do hashtag Meat Force to be in the drawing for a proxy of the month yeah. week. And this is probably still September, right? Yes, it is September. This will be the last one of September. Let me make sure yes nope we'll have one more after this i think well the podcast will come out on the 30th this is at least september so we can discuss when we right. do the other one so yeah good job and then you already kind of covered the email yeah. stuff a little email bit email us anything you want that you don't want to be on if you're not on twitter just email us stuff that's fine um private pictures no okay. don't keep those to yourself don't keep those to yourself i was burping <laughs> and then the last thing to actually give us money wise support the show we can go to patreon there uh potentially get not potentially we got a lot of dreams and wishes but i could also just update my the card table that we work on for what to do our what we're doing right now this looks like awful we can't we (laughs) We can't can't video this i'm gonna have to put a tablecloth over this it looks like you have like cigarette burns in here but i know no one smokes so it's like i don't know why you have all these little they're just getting old these (laughs) this thing's like 40 years old (laughs) this is like it's wood grain plastic top with a metal you know it's a folding table it's pretty pretty sweet (laughs) (laughs) it's classy stay classy lowry smith yep uh okay so that's a way you go on there that's where you can get the proxy of the week uh if you're five dollars or more and if you're out of the country it's ten dollars or more or bi-monthly and then you get uh to choose the proxies from the proxy of the week stuff so we send you gifts Woo! unless you don't respond yeah <laughs> and then we don't send you anything after i send a message and then i don't get anything and then i say it on the podcast and i still don't get anything i'm just waiting for your next i guess next month's order is what i'm gonna do i don't know sweet all right should we get into this episode because this is gonna be a long effing episode it might be <laughs> might be Question mark? somewhere in the middle i'm just hoping a mic doesn't drop yeah because we won't because we it. won't be able to see it because we're all right we're gonna start off per set so the oldest set that we're gonna start off with is ixalan and one of my favorite cards <clears throat> i think it's probably one of the top two to this three might cards. be the top spec that we talk about today. uh i would say the one that we always forget that's a mask Helm of the host. Yeah, I think those these are my one yeah. and two. Okay, growing rights of Itlamok. It's your fair way to have a Gaia's Cradle. Yeah, you flip it over in a Gaia's Cradle. This card's better than Gaia's Cradle. We're looking at Card Kingdom, so we're going to be going off of Card Kingdom prices right now. But that's sitting at $12 right now. Uh, this card, I don't... Sky's the limit on it. This yeah. card's crazy. And you're getting um, uh, other podcasts, finance... I think Fast Finance actually picked this as one of their picks... 
couple weeks ago. Uh, they were just talking about the foils, the flip foils. So you're getting double-sided foils on these. I picked yeah. up a while back the Biobox Bio ones box. are amazing. And they have different art and stuff like that. Yeah. So this is for sure a card you need to get in your, your collection, but this is also a card I think that you could go deep on because uh, when are they going to play print flip cards again like this? You know, it's got to go in like a flip set kind of. I wouldn't yeah. see this very often in like a Commander product, and that's why... If it does go on, I guess it could go on a commander I product. It, I don't think they would do that in f- a for a flip. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I would almost. You could go non foil or They just foil. put morph out there, which wasn't like a real thing. Why, why are they going to put? Flip it's not in a there? real flip, thing. <laughs> I mean, they made it a real thing. Yeah, but like none of those cards that were really expensive got reprinted. They, they're not going to reprint Growing Rights of Vitlamok anytime soon. So pick this up because if you you know, you know don't have your Gaia's Cradle, even if you have a Gaia's Cradle, you should have this in that same deck that you have Gaia's Cradle. Yeah. So, so. All right, next one on the list. is going to be Vanquisher's Banner. This is, uh, basically, you choose a creature type, so this is going to fit into your uh, tribal decks. All tribal, yeah. Whenever you uh, cast a creature spell, you draw a card and it gets plus one, plus one. This just goes in all tribal. Yep. Speaking of uh, more tribal, unclaimed territory uh, comes into play. You choose a creature type. Elf. You get, at the you, very least, you get a, a forest. You get a colorless mana, so if you're not casting yeah. something that's for your creature type. But if you are playing tribal, you get to choose any one color of any one mana. Spend it yeah. only to cast that like creature. Like three-color Animar Elementals. Yeah. Like, that works totally in there. So it's really nice. Those are... I, those I would say you could pick up foil. I was picking up foils like a month think, ago for like three bucks. Yeah. I think, this says three bucks on Card Kingdom, but I think I was picking those up for two fifty three bucks. For sure. Because they have some promo arts of it too, yeah. which make it easier to get for foil. Uh, Gishath, Sun's Avatar. This is the Dinosaur Legend. I, I think this is a card sitting at five-ish bucks. It's your only dinosaur legend at this point. Dinosaur tribal. Well, I, don't you have what you Zakama? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not dinosaur tribal. That's like land ramp matters type thing. This is. I thought you just meant like this is the only one, a dinosaur that. No. Yeah, 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 but this is the one that you're building your dinosaur. Yeah, tribal because it's fitting with all yeah, your. Dinosaurs. The other ones land ramp style archetype. Yep, for sure. Get that. Uh, next is Legion's Landing. Uh, this yeah. is an awesome card. This also has the. Buy a box promo art, which I would say go for those. I picked up as many of those as I can, which I know I mentioned it before. Fun fact, all those little, if you buy all the buy a box ones, they all fit together in a nice little clean map. Which is cool, but they're all decently spendy at this point, right? The buy a boxes? But it, Itlamok is, okay. yeah. But the other ones aren't that crazy. Okay. Uh, but this is comes into play, create a 1-1 vampire with lifelink. And then when you attack with three or more creatures, you transform it. It turns into a land. Yep. And then you can tap two and one and make another one-one vampire with lifelink. And I think that's the important thing where, like, being able to pay a white and two colorless tap it to cre- create the token, that's going to be a big thing in Commander. Mm-hmm. Like, this totally this fits into Early Edgar. game, late game, yep. mid game, so medium it's, size It's game. almost like a weird Windbrisk Heights, which is a solid card, I mm. think. Um, this is pretty cool. Uh, the next one that we're going to talk about is Treasure Map. This is one of my favorites. So this yeah. is probably in my top five, I would say. Yeah. I, I haven't really... I only have one. I use it so in a lot of So I haven't played it a whole ton. But this is where you get to tap one, tap it, scry one. If you've scryed three times, you get to flip it. And then you can... Uh, it gives you three treasure tokens. And you can sacrifice a treasure to draw a card. So this is 
kind of like a bunch of colorless like drawing and card advantage engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, I, I've I liked it in my like a black white deck or it it just seems like it can fit in a lot of archetypes just to help smooth things out. Yeah, well, I mean that scry ability just it's it's not just putting a token on it and waiting until you get three tokens to get your treasure tokens yeah. you're actually doing something while you're getting to that point yeah. and and right now card kingdom has it at like 250 so by the way we're not getting paid to say card kingdom so you should tell them that they should pay us for this <laughs> we're gonna say card kingdom a lot, it was just but. an easier way to look at the cards while we're scrolling through this because uh, on goldfish is what we normally use but you have to kind of go over the Mm, yeah, visually it's just easier for us to go through it. So we had thematic compass. You're taking two of them in a row. What? A I dang. just said the name. Go. You're <laughs> scrolling. All right, this one is comes into play. Two. It's an artifact. Tap three. Search your library for a basic land. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your library at the beginning of your end step. If you control seven or more lands, transform it. It turns into uh, tap Amazing. to give you a colorless or tap to remove target attacking creature and opponent controls from combat yeah i think this being able to like a journeyer or i think it's called journeyer's kite being able to search for land put it in your hand and then that was decent and then this is printed and it flips into a maze of Ith style card like this seems really solid at 250 again uh and I, I can see this going up to you know double triple easy and early game amazing because you're you keep searching for more land because you don't have seven mana out yet and mm. you know late game it's the maze of ith stuff so yeah. this it's nice when you have cards that have multiple level like if there's a card that's just like oh this is only good for this you know beginning of the game early game this kind of both yeah it kind of sucks it doesn't also suck being it just, colorless can yeah. fit in a lot of decks and this so. is again this is the flip card stuff all these have the buy box art so mm-hmm. they you have the potential to go for those if, if you haven't noticed we we kind of like the flip cards, flip cards are, they're awesome uh, yeah. most of them there's probably what there's a couple that aren't just awesome, like but 10 uh sanctum seeker uh and this is whenever a vampire you control attacks, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. So it's a good way to hit the whole board at once this if you have a vampire an Edgar, Edgar deck. deck. Exactly. Stop so. saying the same words. No. You're copying <laughs> this is me. This Edgar is whatever. Deck. One of my favorite cards, Revel in Riches. This one I would say go for foils on this because I remember picking... Unless the foils jumped on these. That's the hard part about looking at it. Yeah, we're on, not looking at foils or anything. On, so. um, and, and a Card Kingdom. I can't see the foils unless I click on the card, but this is whenever a creature in opponent control dies, you get a treasure token to replace mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then if you have 10 or more treasure tokens, you win the game. So at the beginning of your upkeep. Yeah. So this doesn't even have to go with killing their creatures off. You could just be a treasure token kind of deck, and this wins you the Add game. Add up to it. So yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think the more they do treasure tokens, the better this card gets. Yeah. Uh, settle the wreckage, wreckage two colorless oh yeah everybody kind of knows this card it was crazy but exile all attacking creatures and they get to put that many lands into play this is just it's a one-sided board wipe you can they don't have to be attacking you i would say uh, the one thing that kind of hurts this card is the modern horizons one that came out winds of abandon yeah i believe it is i think that one's yeah. better because it hits everybody and it doesn't have to be attacking mm-hmm. and then everybody gets land but this is still good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a nice little trick. Yeah. I, I think sitting at $2 is decently cheap. Mm-hmm. Probably has a better chance of going up because of maybe modern. Yeah. But 
at the same time, like I think this is a solid play. Yep. Arcane Adaptation. This is a similar card to Conspiracy. Conspiracy is a twenty. That's a ten dollar card. Uh, I guess I'm foil. going foil. Yeah, twenty thirty dollar foil foils of these you can get for two fifty three bucks. Yeah. It did. It goes on. It goes on peaks and valleys. So maybe right now it actually might be at a peak. But, I mean, at one point it spiked up to, like, seven or eight. Then it comes down. You know, somebody makes a deck and it goes up and down. But once this rotates out, I mean, this fits with tribal decks. And there's some pretty slick combos you can do with this yeah. guy. Yeah, and it's way cheaper than the other ones. Uh, this yeah. one's pretty... I want to use this card a lot more. Hostage Taker, uh, it exiles a creature, and then you can play that creature unless... Or Hostage Artifact. Taker, yeah, or Artifact. That's a good point. But this is solid removal. It's exile ability. And, and you take is it. Is that a word? Exile ability? Exile ability. I'm going to use it from <laughs> now on. But it, it uh, yeah, it's good card advantage, cheap. It's a body. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, then the next one, spell swindle. Gosh, counter spells. But I do use this one if I am using a counter spell. It fits with the theme. And you get uh, as many treasure tokens as the the spell you countered the converted cost. so you're getting a benefit out of it yeah i mean it seems solid uh sunbird's invocation it's an enchantment we i think we use this as a spec probably mm-hmm. not a year ago but like i use it foil ones ago. of these guys yeah yeah and sitting at a dollar 50 this card is pure card advantage yeah uh and i think this is going to go into a lot of red decks in the future i want to see this used more i haven't been able to actually i had this in my ramos deck and it was nuts yeah. You know what I mean? You play a multicolored spell, put a couple counters on Ramos, and then play another card off of Sunbird's Invocation and put a couple more counters on Ramos, remove the counters, and you That's just start doing bonkers. it again. Yeah. Uh, River's Rebuke, four and two blue, return all non-land permanents target player controls to their owner's hand. It's a sorcery, so you do this on your turn, somebody's being a dick, and you just go, hey, all your stuff goes to your hand except yeah. for your land. And you're able to get them, get in that turn bounce stuff is great uh, ranging raptors this is just a dinosaur that has enrage whenever it's dealt damage you get to put a basic land from your uh graveyard into play tapped nope uh does deal that or into your, your library from your bra- uh, yeah library into the battlefield tapped did i say graveyard yeah you did weird <laughs> uh dire fleet did we say that one we didn't but i do like it as it's a wizard which is cool whenever it enters the battlefield each player loses a third of their life rounded up so if you play this with like panamonicon like boom boom but you're also losing it too which is the interesting part who cares cares? it's your turn arugula's blood fest fast arugula's is it out he's a leaf gules arguals uh this is an enchantment that flips i'm just interested where you got and i shouldn't be the one correcting you reading because i suck at reading but i was like where did the a come from arugula arugula. uh and so this is kind of a you pay to draw or like pay to life it's like greed in a way but yeah it's greed but it's like cheaper to come out but it costs more to draw the card and lose two life and I, i use this in my uh lucia deck the lose mm, life, the vampire. Game life one yeah uh licia licia um but it's better than i anticipated so sitting at like 35 cents right now and the flip uh, foils of these are super cheap yeah the flip foils there's also a ftv version of this as well oh yeah i forgot so, about that so like they really pushed this card a little bit 
to like be out there but i i think it's better than the price gives it credit for for sure i mean because it's flippability is then you have a sack outlet sacrifice a creature and gain life to its toughness i mean so the the drawing part is totally as well and the other part about it is the flipping it is kind of hard to do because you have to have five or less life uh you don't want to be that low but it might save you (laughs) but you don't want to be that low no uh, the next one would be Fleet Swallower. Uh, this is a good way to mill people. Five and two blue fish. Whenever it attacks, target player puts the top half of their library rounded up into their graveyard. So what is the one card? Is it the enchantment that for how many cards were put into the graveyard this turn? Or discarded, put that many? So it's a be able to mill somebody completely out? Oh, the curse? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could. It's just attack. All right, you're dead. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I just think this is a solid mill for... Well, in general, yeah. Yeah. By itself. Uh, so there's oh. Captivating Crew, which you can pay uh, four to steal target creature. On your turn. On your turn. Like, that feels like late game, you can steal a ton of creatures. And you can do it multiple times because it's not tapping the creature to do <clears throat> yeah, it. Yeah, so and if you have, like, if you're in a red-blue stealing deck, training grounds or hearthstone, like, anything that reduces activation costs, it makes this really, really crazy. And it's a 25-cent card right now. Foil. Uh, foils could be a good thing to look into. Uh, it seems really cool. Same with Angrath's Marauders. Five and two red. If a source you control will deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead. So this is... You get a lot of those double damage effects, especially early on, like mm-hmm. Furnace Wrath. Is that one, what that one's called? Yeah. Where it's but double all damage. It hurts yeah. you, too. But this is nice that it only affects your opponents. And it's only from stuff your from source. You. Yeah. yeah. So it's not It's not like... Uh, what's her name? It's uh, not Gisela. Gisela, It's yeah. It's a power down Gisela, though. So I, I think it has more potential than 25 cents. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, those are foil cards I would go for. Uh, and then the last one from Ixalan, we're going to talk about Sentinel Totem. And this is just a little bit of graveyard hate. Uh, when it comes into play, scry one. Then you can tap it, exile uh, Sentinel Totem, exile all cards from all graveyards. At the uh, very least, you're scrying you're paying one to scry you yeah know? and then exiling the graveyards i wouldn't put this in a deck that you're playing a lot from your graveyard because this will affect sure. you as well yeah yeah that's that's the but when you're not playing a lot this could be some really decent uh graveyard hate yeah uh this next set we're gonna go with uh rivals of ixalan and we're gonna start off with Zakama. Now it's we both don't have this card. Yeah, we both don't <laughs> have it. I thought card. this one would go down, but people are going. They're kind of crazy about it. I think it's sitting about fifteen, sixteen bucks right now in Card Kingdom, uh, and I don't see it going down. People love this deck, uh, and he just he's able to. Well, like, it stinks because what just happened is the new commander with eggs. It fits perfectly with the eggs commander. Does it fit perfectly? I mean, it's the same colors. Yeah, it's the same colors. It's that's the point of the deck that I'm going to be making with it. So I should know. No, I'm just okay. kidding. But it's a big creature that you're going to cheat out by your eggs dying. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so you right. just get it without even having to cast it. Yeah, you miss out on the enters the battlefield if you cast it on tap all your lands. But you have the three abilities on it: doing three damage to target creature, destroy target artifact or enchantment, or gaining three life. Yeah, this does a lot. And you have a vigilance reach trample. Nine nine. So is that all? Sucks. I'm gonna have to buy this card. And like you said, I was hoping it would go down as well. It hasn't, and I don't think. I think it will. it's only gone up. Yeah. And at this point, I think it's. It might be 
at its peak, but it's not going down, I don't think. Yeah. So I think this is really, really popular. Uh, Twilight Prophet. Uh, this one is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, flying, I do like this. Has a send. And then at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have the sittings blessing, reveal the top card of your library, put it in your hand. Each opponent loses X life and you gain X life where X is this card's converted mana cost. Yeah, it's really good. And the thing about Ascend is with, it's com- so with Commander, it's, Commander. Yeah, it's simple to get. So just assume that by the time you're playing this card, most likely you have the city's blessing. So this is another one that like I wish like had gone down. I was like, ah, it's I can see this going down. Now I'm like, ah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Well, because it's, gotten this one. you're drawing two cards. Yeah, you're and you're your gaining life and making everybody lose life. life. Like this is doing so much. That's for four mana. Yeah, it's two not, four flyer. It's not, it's, that's nothing to whatever write home at. Right home just at. Seemed, I do that. Why did it say the stupid? It's right to home. I know. When <laughs> I said right home at, even that saying is dumb. <laughs> Nobody writes. I'm gonna write home. Yeah, type, I'm gonna email, email home. home. I'm gonna text now. home about. When are you gonna text home? Like you're not texting your house. Like you don't have. Who has home phone? Well, my wife's parents have home phones. Yeah, which is really weird because they're old. I didn't say that. But <laughs> well, they're old. Uh, are we going with them? You know song? you're old when your parents have. This is my redneck Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> oh, <my goodness>. <laughs> uh <laughs> Immortal Sun. I think you've taken all three of these. You've re- <laughs> you've just taken over. Yes, go ahead, Larry. What is it? Immortal Sun. I, you're, you wanted this one. Players can't activate Planeswalker loyalty abilities. As, meh. All, at the beginning of your up or at the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. Probably good. Spells you cast cost one less to cast. Solidly. And piece. your creatures get one plus one. There's so much going on in this card. It's yeah, there's kind a of lot insane. going on. I don't know if I like it at 15. But it for sure like just has so much going on. It I might can just see be really this good. going in a commander set at some point. Really? Well, because of the there's so much going on with it. It covers its ground on everything. You got your. It's like we made a really bad deck. Let's cover like let's put a card in there that'll boost its power because it has a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going. on I don't, I don't on like in it this. at fifteen or like a price point. If I were to get into this one, I'll get be... around ten. Which you got to go by Card Kingdom. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Card Kingdom's a little bit more expensive. Uh, I would probably start looking at it if I'm looking at seeing it for like seven. Like... Well, let's check and see what it's at, Lowry. Oh, it still says it's fifteen, but it's on been on the down. I'd say probably when it got around ten is where I would probably pick it up, unless it starts going yeah, up. <laughs> it's something that I think is going to go down a little bit more. This is this is one that I would I would time out uh, differently. The next one I like, so I'm going to read one. Yeah, again. I didn't have this on there, oh, but you didn't? it is really good. Wayward Sword Tooth, and we've talked about this one. Inspect on this one. Two and one green for a 5-5. Five, five. It has Ascend. Again, like we said, most likely you're going to have the City's Blessing. You may pay play an additional land on each of your turns. So you always have that, but if he has, if you have Ascend, it can attack and block. Yep. Um, Solid card. So we talk about how Oracle Moldiah is so good. This is not as good, but it's another tool for that. Kind of right there. Uh, tender shit dryad. Uh, tender shit. Tender shit. <laughs> you totally said it's a, it's a tender shit. Uh, it was nice. It just came out like ice cream. <laughs> I haven't had one of those for a while. <laughs> it's normally <laughs> lots of protein and fiber right now. Lots of shaking when yeah. you're pushing it. Oh. <laughs> Dropping you bombs. ever have those the wall pushers where you have to push against the wall in front of you? I wish there could be a closer wall <laughs> in my bathroom. <laughs> Uh, but this one puts out uh, 
sapling tokens each upkeep and then can give them plus two plus two if you have a send yeah like this is just creating a ton of creatures this just like for really cheap when this was made it just killed verdant force yeah i remember was, verdant force was you know, a decade ago just going how do i keep up with all these creatures being made now you get to do it for five instead of eight and they're getting bonus two yeah. plus two but yeah it's, yeah it's good uh, one of my favorites, Atali Primal Storm. I've spec'd on this a while back on uh, for foils of these guys, and now would be a time to probably pick those up again. Four and two red, and then whenever he attacks, exile the top card of each player's library. Then you may cast any number of non-land exiled this way without paying their mana cost. This is pretty solid red draw, kind of, but along with just a huge beater. Because so. it's, it's not only just your opponents it's hitting you too so you're able to cast your stuff for free mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. freaking ridiculous uh, you, we, you can do like two or three in a row no, that's all right. go ahead all right alanda the dusk rose uh this one is has lifelink whenever another creature dies put a one-on-one counter on it and then when it dies you get to create a bunch of tokens which are vampires which is good for edgar every vampire is good for edgar but this one creates a lot more um and so this seems just decently powerful it's like 10 bucks again this is something that i would wait a little bit yeah i'd want to wait a little bit my my price point to get in at least get one is hopefully like five or six yeah next is journey to eternity i have put this in a lot of my green black creature decks because you put it on uh, a creature when it dies return it to the battlefield under your control then this flips uh, its flip ability is tap it for any color or tap three into a green and a black and return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. So you have yeah. recursion with your creatures. This is So, like, if you go, like, Sakura Tribalder and then put this on there, sacrifice Sakura Tribalder, oh, yeah. put a basic land into play, tap. Why not Tribalder Sim- comes Simulacrum? Back. Well, you can't sacrifice Solemn. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and exactly. so you're, and then you're just able to have it happen, and then sacrifice Sakura again. You have the land that uh, can bring it back from your graveyard until you just have so much advantage. Well, and the other part of it is like, don't even have it for a sack thing. This is actually kind of a protection spell for something, you know, yeah. because they know. All right, if I'm going to kill that creature, I got to kill it twice because it's going to come back. And then this is going to flip into something where they can bring back creatures from their graveyard. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, do I really want to do that? So yeah. it has some multiple effects to it that you can, multiple situations you can use that card. Uh, World Shaper is pretty cool. Uh, creature that whenever you attack, you mill the top three. And then uh, whenever it dies, you get to bring all lands from your graveyard into play tapped. And uh, cards that have that kind of effect can be really, really strong. Yeah. But uh, in a land, especially a land matter. But I, I think this can go. But like, yeah, if, you if you're playing have it, shot, if you're playing fetches and you're evolving wilds, all your sacrifice land stuff that's perfect in there. For your yeah, Gitrog monster deck or uh, uh, what's the green one? Whenever you have a land going to the graveyard from play, put a five three elemental into play. Tatiana. Oh yeah, Ta- Tatiova. No, no Tatiova is the other one. Yeah, Titania. Tati- yeah, yeah, the green. Yeah. Uh, next is Huatli. We really love this card. Yeah. Uh, Radiant Champion. Two and a, two green and white. This is put a loyalty counter on it for each creature you control. Uh, you minus it. Target creature gets X plus X where X is the number of creatures like, you control. I don't even care about that yeah, part. It's the ultimate. You get an emblem with whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Yeah. So it's not cast. It's whenever you can be a token deck. That's what it goes with. Yeah. You know? So you just play Huatli. 
and then you plus it so that it's over eight. Like you just that's when you're making sure that you're playing Hawatley and Radiant Champion. And then the next turn you make sure that you are, you know, ultimating it and playing as many creatures as you can to draw a ton of cards. Like this makes it in my top five. <clears throat> so that's yeah, sitting at, it's five dollars. This I think it's a solid time to buy. I, yeah. This card feels like it's going to be better. Uh, one of your favorite commanders that you've made? Question mm, mark. Yeah, I mean it really hits it did a well. lot of flavors for me. Uh, Cumena, Tyrant of Oraska. Uh, this is Merfolk Tribal all the way. You get to tap your creatures to draw a card to put one one counters on it. Uh, so this is it or, can't be blocked. Like if you want, yeah, you can go. Uh, Voltron with it. Voltron? And sitting at five dollars, I think it might be. Did go you down do it that way? You didn't bit. do it with commander damage with him, though. No, no, it was just pure Merfolk yeah. tribal. Uh, draw cards. Hadana's climb. I like this card a lot because you're going to put it in a one-one, like a token kind of deck. Generate yeah, one plus most, one plus one counter token. So yeah. it's three to come out. You put a token at the beginning of your combat of your turn. Put a one-one counter on target creature. Then if there's three or more, transform it. Its transformation gives you one color of any mana, or you tap three and tap it. Target creature you control gains flying, so you're giving it evasiveness, but then it gets X plus X, where yeah. X is its power. You're, so you're, you're making it, it uh, like your commander a a one-shot or a two-shot kill mm -hmm. with it, but also like it it doesn't have... like It's going to be going in a lot of decks because they're, they always are playing with plus one, plus one yeah. counters, and so it fits in a bunch of different decks, just purely that way mm -hmm. so uh storm the vault uh I th we've specked on this talked about it a ton but like you know a year or so ago so like we talked about with uh itlamok this is the tellurium academy yeah and this sitting at 229 this card's this is nuts because whenever one or more creatures you control deals combat damage to a player create a colorless uh treasure artifact token and then at the beginning of your end step, if you control five or more artifacts, transform Storm the Vault. So it doesn't have to be treasure tokens. It just has to be five or more artifacts. And yeah. you're playing normally mono ramp, uh, mono rock stuff. You want and, artifacts. And a big thing that I, people might be missing this, but there are multiple players on the board. So if you're able to hit three people, you get three t treasure tokens. Yeah. And but so, what you need to remember is... Hitting somebody with three creatures still only gets you one. Only gets you one. So because it says whenever player. one or more creatures you control deals combat damage to, to a, a player. player. So you can hit different players, but if you hit the same person with three creatures, it's you not only giving get you one. And that that's the downfall, quote unquote. But if you're able to split that up and get your creatures through, you're creating three tokens. So if you have only two other artifacts in play, like a rock and something else you're going to be able to flip that right away, and then it gives you as many blue mana as you have artifacts. Yeah. So, like, that card's crazy. Well, I mean, that's banned in Commander because... Tellurian Academy is, yeah. yeah. So it, Guy's Cradle should be, too. Wham. What? No, it should not be banned. <laughs> what? Oh, this? Yeah. Slaughter the Strong, one and two white. Each player chooses any number of creatures he controls with a total power four or less than sacrifices all the other creatures he or she controls so if they don't have a creature that is four or less if they everything's five or higher it's everything's, yeah, gone. everything's <laughs> gone but total power for like 
this generally gets rid of everything but one or two creatures for three mana. Yeah. This is pretty powerful. And mm. this goes in certain decks like Arcades. Arcades and Doran. Yeah. Like those low power, high toughness car- like decks. But like you said, it can be a potential board wipe for three in yeah. a way. You know, yeah. almost board wipe. So if you're playing a deck that has yeah, like you said, Doran or uh, Arcades. But if you're generally your creatures are smaller, toughness or power, this is the deck that you want it mm-hmm. to be in. This card is a card that was a surprise to us. Yeah. How good it nasal is. Nasal Primal Tide. You're nasally. Nasahal. Nasahal. Uh, Primal nasal. Tide. But it, this is just a. It's the blue Elder Dinosaur. Uh, whenever an opponent casts a non creature spell, draw a card. Uh, and then you can discard three cards. And then you can kind of blink it until end of turn. It's it can't really be countered. Yeah. You have no maximum hand size. Yeah, you're gonna be drawing a bunch of cards in a multiplayer game. It's solid. Yeah, and a buck forty nine. Uh, another one is Arch of Oraska. Do you like this one at all? That's all right. It's if you have a send, you can pay five, tap it, draw a card. That's a lot. Yeah, for drawing one card. But generally, like it's colorless. It's kind of like that last thing like there aren't a lot of lands that allow you to like just draw a card like there's the one that has everybody draw a card or everybody draws a card and discards a card or you draw a card discard a card in red and blue uh this one is just purely i'm gonna draw a card because yeah. i need to it i i can see this working in like blue decks that are drago like i don't have to use my counter spell this turn i'm gonna draw a card um but also, I just put it in decks where I just run out of steam and I need something to get me yeah, going. Get like Naya. Yeah, like late Con- game is pretty good with this yeah. card, but it's, just, Early, it's a lot. Five, five is a lot, yeah. <laughs> but at least it's giving you a mana if you, at the very least, can't you know do the yeah. draw part. And I think if you can find this for under a dollar, like perfectly reasonable. Maybe check out the foils of these guys, though. Could be, yeah. Because you might be right. I mean, playing it early, no one's going to remember that you played it. And then later, you're like, draw a card. Right before my turn, I'm drawing a card. Draw my card. Seaborn Muse would be great with this, being able to untap all your lands, and if you don't have something to do with it, just draw, draw a card. Uh, Pitiless, pl- Pitiless, <laughs> Pitless Plunder. Pl- <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. The Plunder. <laughs> Why can't you say this? Plunderer. There we go. Plunderer. Can you say the whole thing? Pit. Pitless plunderer, <laughs> pitiless plunderer, plunderer, plunder. You said it wrong. The, that second word, didn't you? Whatever. Plunderer. Say it all at one. Pitiless plunderer. They said it wrong there. No, I didn't. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, this one's nice because uh, whenever your another creature you control dies, create a treasure token. It doesn't have to be a not like a lot of times when you have that. Whenever your creature dies, it's a non-token. And so this is giving you some treasure tokens in replace of your creatures dying. So there are some interesting things you can do with this guy. Yeah, it's really cool. It creates a lot of treasure tokens. Foil and... for sure on this guy, but I think the foils of him are a little more expensive. Yeah, he's, he's kind people of a, are a using kind him. of known thing, but yeah. now that cards are being dumped, it might go down. But this is something that will for sure go up in the future. Be a couple buck card. Uh Path of Discovery is an we've enchantment. We've talked about this one a lot. Yeah, we've specced on this one in the past. Uh, it's down, what is it at? 150. So foils, get those foils. Yeah, whenever you have a land, co- or whenever you have a creature come into play, it discovers. Uh, this gives you a lot of advantage in my mind for four mana. It's a little weird, but 
we've kind of had this talk. Not actually, I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but cards that are permanents, I like more as foil. I like all foils, but more so even the ones that are permanents because they sit there. <laughs> I remember we like spent all those that when we were first like figuring out how to make Speaking, proxies. Or, yeah, proxies. And yeah. we made the foil, uh, foil fetch, land. fetch lands. We spent like, so much time, and you're like, damn, I play this card, and then I kick it into the graveyard right away, right so I don't away. even see it at all. Why would I get that in foil? So I, ever since we, you've said that, like it sticks in my head more where I'm, I have a bigger desire for cards. Like I don't... Foils and permanents? Yeah, like if it's an instant foil, I'm like, ah, I mean, I got that with Heroic Intervention. But you play it and it goes in your graveyard. Yeah, but you get to look at it in your, in hand, your hand for so long. But it's That's more of showing right? everybody else what you got. <laughs> yeah. So it's... <laughs> Anyways, that was just a side note. Okay, next one, Dire Fleet, Daredevil. This is an interesting thing for Red. Like, I think this has potential, and at the price it's at right now, definitely jump in on this, but yeah, it's... Yeah, under a buck, you, you should be able to find It's that your policy. Snapcaster for Red, in a way, but it comes in, it's yeah. two mana, first strike, when it enters the battlefield, exile target instant or sorcery from an opponent's graveyard. You have to cast it that turn if you want to use it, uh, and then you can use mana of any color to cast it, and then it's exiled at the end of turn, so... I think that's a really good comparison, when you're going, it's a Snapcaster for Red... That tells you how shitty they hate red <laughs> compared to blue. Like, they are so biased. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, oh, this Azor, guy. the Lawbringer. Uh, I, you know, I haven't had the balls to play with this anywhere. Because it's a lot of... It's a lot of mana. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's six, but it's two blue, two six. white, two colors, I guess. Yeah. If that's your... But it is a legend, uh, and then whenever Azor attacks, you may pay X, white, blue, blue. If you do, gain that amount of life and draw that many cards. That's the big thing. It's Mm -hmm. the Sphinx's revelation. Whenever you attack, this feels like it could be really powerful. But again, I haven't had the balls to play it. And it's sitting, you could probably find it for under $2 right now. It's a mythic. I don't think that's a bad price point to at least pick up one or two. Radiant Destiny, two and a white. Oh, I didn't like this one. You didn't. I don't like this one. I don't one. like this one. Because plus one, plus one to whatever creature type you like. So this is a... Uh, and potentially Vigilance. So you're tapping three to give you... Plus one, one plus one and Vigilance? That seems shitty. That's not shitty. Vigilance is awesome. It's so vanilla. Ugh. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, Vana's Hunger, two and a black... As ascend, each opponent sacrifices a creature. If you have the city's blessing, instead, each opponent sacrifices half the creatures he or she controls. Rounded up. That seems really powerful for mm-hmm. like thirty cents, right? For sure. Well, go for foil. Go for foil. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I would look into. And then the last one is Sea Floor Oracle. This is whenever you have a Merfolk deal damage to an opponent, you get to draw that many that a card. And so this could be uh, Merfolk Tribal. People love Merfolk. It's that's fine it's cool but uh it seems solid so all right then we move into dominaria this one has quite a bit here because it's a really good set so we're going to try to whittle it down a little bit but my number one and two card right here would be 
uh helm of the host i have this in so many decks right now yeah and it does seem really powerful just there's a reason why you're playing your commander if you can get two or three or four of them and not have a downside of having to sacrifice any of them that's pretty good (laughs) yeah so this goes in this is probably one for me and then the uh itlamak is number two because it's an artifact so it can go in every single commander deck. yeah i can see this being reprinted though more likely than and actually good point you say that I would say go for the foils in these. Yeah, they're a little more expensive right now. I think they're around probably 10 bucks. Let me check. 14. I would definitely... I mean, I was picking mine up here, but I would still go after these. 14 bucks for those guys at foil. Um, if they get reprinted, it'd probably be, what, commander set because mm-hmm. it fits with your commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, but So then you're thinking, if it gets printed in a commander set, they're not going to print foils, so your foils will be safe, actually. Then it would make your foil so. prices go up even more. So... Even though it's a $14 foil, this is the top, most popular card on Card Kingdom for Dominaria. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Teferi, hero hero of Dominaria. Uh, Everybody kind of knows this card. It's crazy good. It's $20 right now. It's played in Legacy, a lot of modern. Uh, I think this can be really powerful in Commander. I don't think you would go deep on this like you yeah, would with Helm agreed. of the Host. I would think it's the opposite. This is more of get it in your toolbox. Get it in your toolbox for 20 bucks. It might go down a little bit more as well. But it's a good card to have for your decks, so yeah. I would definitely get that. I like this one more than Lowry does because I sure. think this has potential. Uh, just no one's broke it yet. Uh, Mox Amber. It just tapped at one color of any color among legendary creatures and or planeswalkers you control. Yeah, you want this to you know come out and you're able to cast your planeswalker but you can't do it unless you have a legendary out but you, that's only for early game if you're trying to do that i just think that this card has a huge potential and no one's found a way to break it yet and the thing is is you're playing a legendary creature or planeswalker depending on if you're playing Oathbreaker or whatever mm-hmm. so this has use in every in both of those formats that's true so i just I like it. You can get these. I think they're still like they're under ten dollars right now. And if you look at any other moxes, what's the other dud? Oh, the new mox mox tantalite. Yeah, but that hasn't had enough time to breathe. But I still don't think. I think that one's probably the worst one out of them all. Maybe, probably. Uh, one of your favorite commanders. Maldrotha is bonkers. The Grave Tide. Uh, it's sitting at about eight bucks. That's what I got right when the set came out fresh because I was I was like I gotta I gotta I need it for the spotlight that I'm doing, and it dropped and I was like ah shit because I I bought one traded for one and one came to me on cards <laughs> all within like two days, and I was like ah all right whatever. I waste a little bit of money. But this is but one of the most played commanders. Yeah, this this card's going to go up. I'm like, hey, I, I don't think I did the bad thing at this point no. because I have two extras that I'm just like, well, I I'll need sit one. on these for a little bit. I need one. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to trade it to me? Nope. Uh, next is Gilded Lotus. This reprint was perfect in this. This is as low as you're going to see these cards. Yeah, and it's a staple. Yeah. I get them. They're five bucks. They were way more than that before this. Uh, Karn Scion of Urza. There's a Planeswalker for four mana. And I think the big thing is is you can just minus two it to create a, a colorless construct. 
that'll get you it gets plus one plus one for each artifact you control but also it's a bit of like card advantage as yeah because well. the plus one you're getting two yeah to look at two well, cards they get to choose one one goes into the whatever and then you can minus one to put a card in your hand so, so you're at least getting a you're card kind of like it. drawing cards along a shittier with creating card. tokens it <laughs> yeah. doesn't really have an ultimate it's really good and it's not that expensive right now for it could go in any yeah. deck pretty much yeah you know? it's colorless so it can go in a lot of decks where you like i don't have i, I would like more card advantage and this that'd be right up your alley yeah next is uh cabal stronghold uh i think we kind of shit on this one when the set kind of came out if i remember correctly uh it's a weaker yeah. of uh what is it what's the card that's just like this cabal coffers coffers yeah, yeah. so it's the cheaper version of this but i think this has potential to go up actually and then you, again you got to reference other podcasts if they're calling it out they can have a drive for it and there's a lot of specs with this one people picking this card because cabal coffers is so damn expensive i don't know man this card is it seems like so much work i can't see the ceiling i don't know it, card kingdom has it at like two ish bucks right now i don't know i, I wouldn't I, I have one mono black deck and it's in there. I don't have a single one. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like if you're playing mono black and you two colors you end up maybe. No. No way. You don't think so? No. Uh, I guess you're paying three. Yeah, it has it to be. It depends on I guess it depends on how many basic swamps. Because that's the important part. It has to be basic, basic swamps. Not just swamp. Cabal coffers is any swamp. Mm-hmm. This is basic swamp. So if you're playing a shit ton of basics, and that's where mono colored comes into play, sure. I agree with that because my rule generally is I want at least 12. What if you're playing basic islands and basic whatever, and then you change them to swamps because they're still basic with uh, uh, Urborg? Can you name an instance of a card where you of, would be able to do that? No, I'm just saying Urborg, the land that changes all no. your lands to swamps. No, because it doesn't... They they are, be they're still swamps. Basic is nah, in the name. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> it says basic. It's basic island swamp. You're basic. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. It and, might be. We'll get a text from Adam <laughs> number two later. I'm like, I don't, uh, think, so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I was just trying to stretch it. Um, yeah. And obviously. <laughs> I think it's okay. I won't play Obvious. it because it does go more into a basic or a one color deck. Yeah, two colors at the max. So I don't think you know if you have a, a mono black deck. I think this goes in there. Mm. But who makes mono? I mean, Sam Darnold. Say kissing disease. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. All right, next one. Uh, Shall I voice of plenty? Uh, gives you and other creatures you control hexproof and then you can pay planeswalkers six. too and planeswalkers uh but you can pay six to put a one one counter on each creature you control is a three four flyer angel it's a legend so it has a potential to be really good as a commander but also it's just really really good utility within like uh in your token decks or just any deck i mean any green white deck this is great and then next is a card that from the early on <laughs> this podcast. This is our first troll. <laughs> yeah, this is the first person that got. So I said, uh, Joria, Weatherlight Captain. Uh, it is whenever you cast a historic spell, draw a card. I was like, eh, this card's whatever. Because I wasn't thinking more combos. I was just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you're just drawing cards. I was like, I don't want this as your commander. It's so basic to 
all you're doing is casting artifacts and whatever and drawing cards. But then we got a, was it YouTube or was it? Yeah, it was YouTube. He was like, you're stupid. This is the best card. This goes off. You can break, you can. And honestly, I haven't seen anybody combo off with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because I haven't seen anybody have this as their commander. Yeah. uh, Number two had it. Oh, did he? He played it over your place one time. Of course he would. I killed Joyra all the time. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, it's like. It's a good card. I, I do want to bring up, like. We've had a lot of really, really positive yeah. interactions with everybody, but we for sure remember the asshole. Yeah. That's like the one person. Well, it's, yeah, the, it was the very beginning. It was our like, yeah. first comment. Like, no one was, we didn't have comments. We were just like watching the stupid. numbers and we're like, hey, down, we got like this a month down we got vote. this amount like, of people fuck. listening and this, amu- this amount of people listening. And then our first comment was, you guys are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it is, it is really true. Like, I think the whole mindset of you, you pick up on the negative so much more than the positive. And you shouldn't again, say that, Larry, because now so, they're going to start. They're people, like, oh, they're going to remember my super comment. really yeah. positive, and we we appreciate everybody out there for sure. That's been one of the highlights of everything of the comments that we get from all you guys. Yeah, so. people being nice is is nice. Yeah. So <laughs> so we do remember those too, because actually yeah. we talk about them. Like, oh, this person. I'll even say to yeah. my wife, I'm like, oh, listen to this comment and listen to this and yeah. You guys are awesome. <laughs> uh, Karn's Temporal Sundering. Uh, if you have your commander out, you get to take an extra turn and bounce a permanent. You don't uh, have to have just your commander, but legendary. A legendary any permanent. legendary. Uh, but this card seems solid. Uh, it's sitting at a buck. Uh, extra turn cards tend to be more. Yeah, that, they that's do. what I would just say. And yeah. this bouncing a permanent. I bet you the the foils of these would get really low. So I'd act, even though I was just saying, don't do the ones that go to your graveyard right away. This one you could do. Um, well, we're specking, which yeah. is different than playing with. But yeah, there's. I wouldn't play with this one as much unless it fit with um, the theme of what I was doing. Because there's so much better extra turn stuff to have a. There's a lot of them, yeah. but I, I think having. People like to take extra turns because they're dickheads. <laughs> so people people tend to always like, I don't want to pay five or ten dollars for this extra turn when I can buy Karn's Temporal Sundering for a buck or two. Correct. And so that slowly rises yeah, but then the it, price on yeah, something. Yeah. This isn't something that's going to spike, but I can see this ending up four or five bucks easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Multani Yavamaya's Avatar. This one's just kind of a sweet card because it matters with your land. It's a as strong for each land you control in play and in your graveyard actually and then you can tap two and return two lands from uh, their owner's hand or you control to their owner's hand and you can return it from your graveyard to your hand so there's a way to keep bringing it back said about two two fifty and so this it feels like it could be really powerful oh one of my other this is in my top five so this leads out my fives because I did, I think I haven't been really. I think this is my fifth one. It. So this is this is in there for top five. Tat- Adam's top five. Tatiova, Benthic Druid. Uh, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, uh, gain a life and draw a card. It's just so ridiculous. It's better than uh, a lot of landfall. Joria, like what well, I just read just uh, a second ago. Because it's you're playing land. I mean, and you're drawing if, a card from it, and if you're not breaking Joira, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's get our next YouTube comment. That's stupid. You can do this with Joria. You can combo this. You can't do that with Tatiova. Yeah, you can. Skate shift, you little bastard. You're, you're turning into a, a South Park character at this point. 
<laughs> uh, but the foils on these, and this is I can tell this is one of the better cards. Is it's a uncommon, but the foils are. I think they already spiked after I yeah, picked it as a spike. spec. It wasn't because I picked it as a spec, but and shortly no, after we know how to get people to. We can move. Stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, but it's spiked up to what is Tatiova now? I think it was like ten bucks. Yeah. So it well it spiked quickly to twenty, and now it's at ten. Uh, I would definitely wait till this price comes down maybe a little bit but pick up the foils if you can on that because i don't there's so much that set was open quite a bit so your uncommons yeah. there's a lot more of those out there yep um do, 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 jaya any? did you want to do jaya no that's your favorite card oh, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> if you remember the mythic edition uh conversation i was adamantly against jaya so i think that was it for this oh uh, no no there's a couple more, but I like uh, Tasuko Yumazawa Fugitive, and this just makes it so your creatures you control with power or toughness one or less can't be blocked. Yeah, and it fits in like Edric, your wall, your Arcades. doesn't go in Dorn, but everything should go in Dorn. <laughs> uh, a couple other cards just because they're spread out, uh, like Danatha Caption. Uh, she reduces enchantment spells by one, or as an equipment actually, and that seems it's super cheap. Uh, I'd look into foils, like Adam was saying. A uh, couple others. Grand Warlord Rada, which is whenever you have a creature attack, you get a green or red in your mana pool, which is sweet. Uh, on Sarah's Wings is an aura that gives plus one, plus one of uh, Vigilance Flying. Uh, it seems like one a, a really solid aura. And then there's also... Uh, Nabin, uh, Dean of Iteration, which is the wizard Panharmonicon. There's Torgar that puts somebody's life total, when it comes into play, puts somebody's life total to half the starting life total. So if you're lower on life, you could bring your life up to 20. If you're hitting somebody that gained a shit ton of life, you can bring them down to 20. Yeah, somebody, if, if you have that player that's like, I'm at 120 life, you're like, Torgar, you're at 20. Yeah. And make sure that you kill him before he can gain too much more life. So, like, that seems like, a, you know, it's in that realm of, like, Soren Markov, where it comes into play, puts somebody's life total to 10. A little, a little less dickish because yeah. Sora and you're like, shit, I'm at 10. Like, <laughs> that's so low. But this is nice because it puts it to 20, but. Yeah, again, it can get you out of that range as well. You can look at it like like a life gain mm. spell. So, uh, and then was there anything else? One that we didn't talk about, but Wrath Caption gives your uh, historic spells flash, blue white. Seems kind of cool. Uh, gonna move on to the core set 2019. So first couple Crucible Worlds Scape Shift. Uh, those are, I mean, Scape Shift. What did it get up to before the reprint? It was in the. It was a forty. Fifty dollar card. So right now, like it's already been spiking. It's been, you know. It's, yeah, I picked mine up at seven. Yeah, so and they're at fourteen, fifteen. It's like and Crucible was at sixty, seventy bucks before the reprint. Yep. So pick up those. Those are twenty bucks, fourteen bucks, respectively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One card you just got in the mail two weeks ago. Cards fear people are dumping it. Nickel Bolas, the Ravager. I want this card. I don't have uh, it. Yeah. So when it comes into play, uh, each opponent discards a card, and then you can flip it into a Planeswalker, which does a bunch of different stuff. Uh, seems cool, uh, but sitting at $10, it might be a little high, but um, I think it's pretty unique and pretty cool. Yeah, you could probably wait a little bit on that to drop a little bit. Yeah, but. yeah, but it was a $30 card while it was in standard, so mm. it might just be that good. 
Uh, Reliquary Tower is cheap because it gets yeah. used in every drawing commander this, deck. This was under a dollar, you know, six months ago. Yeah. And now it's already up to two bucks. Uh, I can see this going to four or five, and then they'll reprint it again. Yeah. But this, everybody has these, so it's 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 always going to recover. It's not going to go nuts. And the more they reprint it, the harder it's going to. It's come more back, of a double your profit kind of thing, but your profit isn't that big. You know, yeah. it's like uh, I spent ten dollars to it's, buy. It's something that I trade though, because I, yeah. I just find them and they're That's a good easy. Point. Trading like, is a good point to get there. Um, kind of like soul rings to be able to trade those away yeah yep just trying to help people out and then we got omniscience omniscience <laughs> uh, we all know what this card does but before the reprint it was up there wasn't it 20 30 bucks yeah so this is just you can cast cards from your hand without paying their mana costs uh tesseret artificer master sitting about six bucks it's pretty cool for artifact decks i'm not going to read any of the uh what it does but it's I, I think that's probably low i can see it going up to ten dollars yeah for sure arcades great for wall decks goes this is your commander for wall for decks sure. even though they just print, printed their first legendary commander wall it, this is your deck for that for walls yeah, yeah this uh, card i love a lot vivian reed sitting at five dollars it's that's planeswalker really for this and it has a ton of utility in green it just destroys artifact enchantment a creature with flying or like i mentioned before card. that's your way of removal but then you also are drawing cards yeah. looking at top four put a creature in your hand like so it has a ton of utility i i i need to get one yeah we'll it's, say that it's a ridiculous card and i mean it's ultimate isn't crazy but it's good two plus yeah. two trample vigilance and indestructible like good enough pretty good uh i think death baron is a solid pickup at two i mean yeah it was like a ten dollar card before it was, yeah it was 20 actually was it yeah i had four of those maybe in. it was 10 but yeah that card was is good it's going to go into your zombie decks they got cleansing nova this is around a buck 50 probably destroy all creatures or destroy all artifacts enchantments so and depending on how the game's going it's like a really cheap estuary command yeah do you know what that the yeah the white one right? i don't know yeah. oster you can do the three or higher or three or less power all enchantments yeah, or yeah. all artifacts so this takes more of the choices out but it's kind of what you were doing anyway yeah. with the command. So uh, I think this, you know, this $1, that card's been up to 10 bucks again. Yeah. So it's a good card. Uh, Sai. Sai, Master Thopterus. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, put a 1 1 colorless Thopter into play. Sitting at like a buck 50. Uh, I think it's a solid artifact card or just a great commander in general. Uh, Ruinic. Amasar, this is one that I picked a while back. But yeah, whenever an opponent kind of spec on it a little bit. activates an ability of a creature or a land that isn't a mana ability, you may draw a card. I just don't. I, I like it, but then you got to think of like how many people are playing a lot of land stuff that aren't mana abilities. I mean, there are a lot. That's what we do. We try to use the utility of the yeah, land because it has to be a creature, though. Activated yeah. abilities of a creature. of a creature or a land that isn't mono or a land that okay, yeah. So um, you have targets if you have four people. I mean, I think this surprisingly will draw you cards and you don't realize it. But the foils of these are what I would go for. I guess you could you get to like draw a card off of somebody else fetching. Mm. That's ah, that's a good point. Um. Yeah, at a buck for non foils, but foils I think were right around that same price. 
I don't know if it's really changed since then. Um, uh, Dragon's Horde. I think this is going to end up going into. It's a basically a three mana rock that can draw you cards in a dragon deck. And so sitting on a box, I can see it going up, but I can also see it being reprinted. So maybe look into the foils there for sure. Then we get uh, Goreclaw, Terror of Qualsimsma. 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 Creature spells you cast a four greater cost two less. Whenever it attacks, each creature you control a four or greater gets one plus one and gains trample. Good way to give your stuff trample. Yeah, so it's cost reduction and it's a, a buff to your bigger creatures. Like, and it's a bear. And it's a buck. And it's a bear. But it's not going to help in your bear deck. <laughs> Uh, Psychic Corrosion uh, Whenever you draw a card Each opponent puts the top t- two cards Of the library into their graveyard So this is a good way to mass mill somebody That if you Let's say you're using Was it Pull from tomorrow Where you're able to draw X cards Draw 10 cards Everybody mills 20 yeah, cards Or windfall Or yeah. yeah It just seems you're, There's a lot of mass draw Uh this one I think is cool. Liliana, Untouched by Death. It's sitting at like 250 right now. The main thing is is you get to combo it. It's a super zombie uh, planeswalker, but you may cast zombie cards from your graveyard this turn. It's a minus three. And with Rooftop Storm, you get to bring all of your zombies back into play. Seems like a really cool combo that you're playing both of them in your deck anyway. Remorseful Cleric Flying. It has Sacrifice, Exile All Cards from Target Player's Graveyard. So good graveyard removal. This is under yep. a buck for non-foils. So you probably get foils for a little around that price as well. Uh, the last couple I'll probably just name. Uh, Detection Tower was a land. That's right there, yeah. Uh, you get to pay one, tap it, and tell end to turn your opponents and... Uh, and creatures your opponents control with hexproof can't be the target of, or can be the target of spells and abilities you control as though they didn't have hexproof. You draw a card off of Ruinic Amasar. <laughs> You're just convincing me of it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a fifty cent card, super cheap, uh, and this is gonna you know get rid of the Swiftfoot boots. It's not quite as good as the Arcane Lighthouse. Yeah, but having both of these in that de- in your deck is yeah, pretty. Yeah, if good. you're having one, you kind of want the other. And in my a lot mind. of times, I try to put these in there if you're looking for spot removal and stuff like that you yeah. want a way to get rid of people's swift foot boots or their lightning greaves mm-hmm. so this is having that ability yeah, I this definitely... doesn't get a, get rid of the greaves but the arcane oh, lighthouse yeah. does oh yeah because so it doesn't just... have it just removes the hex proof yeah. not the so uh another one is going to end up being uh, goblin trash master this was it it's a three three goblin that gives other goblins plus one plus one but you can sacrifice a goblin to destroy target artifact I think this is just a goes in every goblin goblin deck basically. Goblin. Goblin. Gobbo. Uh, and then des- desecrated tomb seems kind of cool, which is and whenever a creature leaves your battlefield, one or more leave your battle or fucking graveyard. You get to put a one one bat. bat into play. So if you have something that slowly removes creatures from your graveyard, because uh, if it's one or more, you just get one. So if you remove all your exile at one time it's only one but if you're removing it it's not saying that you're exiling it right you could be bringing it into play reanimation will get you one um so any of like the grave digger whatever that one dude not the grave digger but reassembling skeleton yeah any of those that you're casting from your graveyard having come back or forth can get you a bunch of uh creatures to be able to sacrifice again and stuff like that and it's pretty cheap that one we i think we looked at foils were like 50 cents for foils yeah so check out the foils uh 
That's kind of a list. <laughs> Where Let's are we see. at? How long are we at for that list? Uh, cards, 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 cards. An hour and 15. <laughs> yeah, and last week we did cards, cards, cards with all the new cards from the Throne of Eldraine. Way to foreshadow, backshadow that. with what Backshadow. We didn't? <laughs> backshadow. Uh, are we going to do a yep. ANL uh, segment? So, hashtag ANL questions. ANL questions. Um, Gross. You can go on Twitter and you can put the hashtag AN. L questions. Uh, and this one is coming from Adam. From me. <laughs> yeah, because we had to double cast and then we didn't. We kind of really, messed it up. <laughs> yeah, we read both of our questions on the first week. So my question for both of us, and mainly for you to start off. Which is probably geared more towards me. No. it's oh, okay. uh, What was your favorite video game, like nostalgic video game oh, you played shit. as a kid? That's a really good question. So you could do system and game. Like what, what memory do you have best of video games? So the sad it thing is... It can be is, multiples if you want. I, I would for sure say like... I was a Sega kid growing up. Yep, you were Sega. Because yeah, whenever we came to your house, I remember playing Lion King. I had, <laughs> I had Sega Genesis, moving into Sega Saturn, moving into a Sega Dreamcast. And see, we were a Nintendo family. So yeah, my, my sure Sega stuff was either playing with you guys or my best friend at the time, Julian. He mm-hmm. had Sega. So that was my only Sega stuff. And I... Yeah, so I really liked, like, with the Dreamcast, you had, like, NFL 2K... That was such an amazing game at that Boring. point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just saying sports games in general? I didn't ever play any football sports games. Like the only games like that I played that were sports wise was I remember Give and Go, which was a basketball game. Because you, I don't remember like they, one. if you got it like the dunk right, if you did, it's called Give and Go. If you did a pass and then whatever, so you it was could, like a bad. You NBA could set jam. up like a dunk, but it'd do slow motion and it would zoom in on your guy, <laughs> and you'd be like dunking from like the three point line. It was so freaking. Yeah, it was awesome. a bad NBA jam. And so like I'd be playing with my my other buddy Tony, and when it was happening, we'd all go oh, like just freak <laughs> out. And it was stupid. But anyways, your football wise, uh, I mean there? that was that was a really good game that I enjoyed. Uh, what about Mortal Kombat? I remember playing Mortal Kombat at your house. Uh, that was not my house. Oh, maybe it was when we finally got a Sega. Yeah, I don't think we were allowed that one. I did. Uh, you guys played Street Fighter. I remember yeah. playing Street Fighter over at your house a ton. So I have um, the nostalgic one is Street. Well, the very first game that I got for Super Nintendo was Zelda and I was super disappointed because I like oh, wanted yeah. Street Fighter and my mom's like oh I went to the store and the guy said that this is the hit game and I was like oh, god I didn't want this game so god, I, Mom, why would you give me this <laughs> stupid game and so I remember starting to play it and I got stuck like in the first five minutes of the game uh-huh. I couldn't figure out how to do it but then like that there was like a bush that I was supposed to cut down and then it had a secret passage. And then that's when I got with the, the idea. Like it was the first puzzle game that I played, like really like a puzzle. You had Mario where mm-hmm. it was a uh, jumping along and whatever, or fighting Pretty games. Pretty straightforward though. Yeah. But like have this open world that you're trying to figure out puzzles. Oh, it turned into the best game that I, I can remember that. Like that's my very favorite game. And I've gone back, you know, not recently, but like ten years Nintendo ago, game? and I played that again. Oh, was it from? Nintendo. It was Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. And I and I was just gonna say, I'm pretty sure that I borrowed the 64 Zeldas from you. Yeah. And those those were are amazing, amazing too. Games. Yeah, Majora's Mask and all that stuff. Ar- Arcania of Time was the yeah. one that I remember playing forever and just loving it. And doing but it was it over uh, and over. was Zelda up 
Link to the Past is the, I think the Super Nintendo one. I think that's the one I got right, but it's the Super Nintendo one that I, funny thing about (laughs) that story with the Zelda, uh, I was probably three quarters of the way through the game and I had an account and Nick had an account and then we had like this. Your brother. Yeah, Yeah. my brother, Nick had an account and then we had like, because you only could have three games saved one at one time. And, of course, Nick never played. He always watched me play because I was the bigger brother. <laughs> Such a douche. <laughs> and so one day I was trying to, like, make room because we had the test account. Or I don't remember why I was doing it, but I was deleting an account. Okay. And I deleted my account. Oh. And Nick even remembers this to the day. Like, I started, like, yelling at Nick. And I was like, what did you do? <laughs> we deleted the account. And he started crying. <laughs> and we both were crying. Like, because there was nothing you could do. And Nick to this day is like, I remember that. You yelled at me. And we both were crying because you deleted the account. <laughs> oh, it was uh, bad. Children. Yeah. They're so stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd have to say that was mine. Street Fighter. And then Goldeneye was, like, my first like multiplayer when everybody was playing together me and my brother my best friend tony at the time and then his buddy or nick's best friend will all playing that game until like three o'clock in the morning my my problem with goldeneye is because i I didn't own it so whenever i went over to somebody's place and they're like we gotta fucking play goldeneye i was like yeah cool i just fucking die (laughs) die 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 because they knew everywhere they could just look over at my screen no worry come by kill me i'm like this sucks (laughs) and instead of like going out and buying the game and becoming better like the thing that we always did was like so me and my grant would or my brother me and my grant me and my brother grant (laughs) me and my grant (laughs) we would save up money and buy the console together and a couple of games that we look cool like for us and then we never got games after like the first like three. So months. that was the only games. That you so had. those were the only games we would play. Unless so you guys are awesome at those games. <laughs> I don't even know about that, but like it just we never got anything beyond that. We never got gifts as like birthdays or Christmas or anything like that. So like our collections are fairly small. And then the next console would come out and be like, "We fucking getting that. Save up for that. Get the three games. Get the three four games, and then nothing. And so that's why I don't play video games anymore." <laughs> Because that's kind of how you it remember is. the one night that we stayed up uh, oh, all night. Sure. No, and we I, played I w, WWE versus NWO in the oh, basement. That's another one. Was You're that the same night that Grant house. puked? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and my yeah. dad's car was driving him home because we yeah. didn't sleep that night. And he ended up no, puked. no, no. That's a different night. So that one, uh, WW, uh, WCW was at that's your mom's what it was. WCW yeah, versus Nitro, NWO. Or like, yeah. That was awesome. That the was Royal Rumble house. stuff. Yeah. That was the morning where we walked out and there was like two, three wolf spiders in the living room while we were just sleeping. Oh, yeah. And then your dog came along and killed them. Yeah, it was like, mark, mark, if mark. you want to look at wolf spiders, they got to the size of like yeah. tea plates. Like yeah. they're, you know, they're what, bigger than a hockey six puck inches across, like furry, like looking like skinny, like uh, tarantulas that it was like, we had skinny. all gotten up, went to go get breakfast, came back and we're like, what the fuck <laughs> start freaking out but no the one where grant puked was that was at your dad's house that night yeah we stayed up we watched you play silent hill yeah, at three again in the morning you guys the watched me basement. play yeah uh and then i think i went over we were playing like cru- cruising usa that night for the N- nintendo 64 that racing game oh, that yeah, had yeah. flipping and shit um that was that was a good night that, that's how we did it because we, we didn't like spend the night very often but when we did yeah. we stayed up until like All basically the sun night. was coming up yeah they'd be guys go to bed yeah, like we are <laughs> i can hear you no 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 that's just larry's talking yeah. in his sleep again 
All right. So, so your your nostalgic game. Just going, the the other one for the Nintendo. Did you ever play Blades of Glory or Blades of Steel? Yeah, it's gonna say Blades, Blades of Glory is the Will Ferrell. Yeah, Blades of Steel. It's a hockey game. No, I did play one hockey game, but it wasn't that. Blades of Steel was fantastic. Could you fight in that game? Yes. Oh, okay. It was so fun. And I and for some reason, I never got into hockey. That's the only thing I've ever done with hockey, and it was a ton of fun. Yeah, there was one game I played for hockey, and Give and Go was the only game I played for basketball. I never played. I did play Madden. I remember because I was like, everybody's playing Madden. I should try to play Madden. I just never liked it, you know, because... I can, I can see that, yeah. Because I, I never played football. Like, I was... I was a soccer player. Oh, this kid's going to be a soccer player. And I I enjoyed Madden NCAA. Uh, Sonic for the Dreamcast. Sonic, I remember was, that at your house. But Sonic on the Dreamcast was so fun. So that, And Cindy had a, a Sega. And when we played... Now, like, when we played Sonic on something, I think it was, like on one of the systems i had i think it was on maybe i don't know she beats that's like the only game she beats me in so she really <laughs> loves it because she had it growing up i'm like ah this sucks i don't like this game ah. she's like this is the awesome <laughs> another sega game if anybody out there remembers sega genesis biohazard battles do you remember this game I at all i don't you know i don't think we let anybody else play w- with us but uh me and my grant we, were, <laughs> <laughs> we would play this game it's 2d like airplane like it's like the airplane side shooter where you'd like go through kind of like mario style but you're in a spaceship basically and you're on an alien world attacking aliens uh it was so much fun so if anybody remembers biohazard battle out there or if it's by a different name that's what i remember it as what about i but thought you so played with fun. me with the uh, twisted metal didn't we play twisted metal together was that with you uh, you remember that with the clown car that's like on your the playstation right yeah and you're trying to shoot it's we we did do that i well i i think i had it but i got it late in the cycle like as the ps2 yeah came out i think Twisted. I remember playing that with you for some reason, and then of course Mario Kart. That game we played the crap. Oh out of. man, Mario Kart in college was amazing. Mario Kart is yeah, awesome. Me and uh, my buddy Matt and Jerome and Morgan. We, Which one were you playing? The N sixty four version? No, the GameCube. GameCube. So, yeah, okay. for sure the GameCube. I've gone through all. I think I've missed one cycle of Mario Kart because I didn't. You know, I've gone through a man. video game. I was pretty, lacking. I, I see. I, this is this was a really good question because Thank Guitar you. Hero. I've brought up a ton of times. I loved that game for like three Which years. Which games? Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Like, why, why didn't oh, I s- straight yeah, up say that? Yeah, of course, that would be yours. Because Lowry and Jake, our cousin Jake we've talked about, those two were freaking amazing at it. Like, to the point where, this is college, right? Yeah, yeah this is college. Yeah. It's a little bit I was after like, college, but no, I was still in it's college. during and a little bit after. You, were, you must have been graduating. You graduated faster than I did. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, because I remember even like, oh, you got to watch Lowry and Jake do this because you guys would come up to St. Cloud and we had yeah. Rock Band. I remember you didn't like Rock Band as much because it was different boring. from... boring. <laughs> it was it was so much easier. It was boring. No, it was. Yeah, yeah. But then the cool thing about Rock Band is you had somebody singing, you had drums, and yeah, it was pretty sweet. But yeah, you and Jake, I think Jake would even go over to your house and you guys would yeah, play just jam, jam together. <laughs> you pass back and jam forth. on like our real guitar <laughs> session. You guys would play something that's on the <laughs> screen. <laughs> click 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 click, and then hand it. Uh, the only other thing that i would want to say is like halo something yeah, or other Halos. it had the very similar effect of goldeneye for me 
So, but the cool thing, I went to Augsburg College, and you were able to hook up your, like, Xbox to, like, an Ethernet or some shit. Mm -hmm. And so you were able to play, like, a four-person, and then four people in another room could play. And so we had, like, 16 people on a on a place so i was playing with uh, my roommate matt at halo was the big thing and man. that was so big my senior year and like it was it was a lot of fun i was shitty but we had we had one time where we uh recorded one of the guys that was really good but then everybody fucking picked on him and so you could see him just going crazy <laughs> and we would just sit there and laugh well so the funny thing with that is before like internet was really big yeah yeah because yeah the quality of how you could play together was tough to be able to do that. So Jake, Jake's dad's best friend. Oh yeah. His garage, they didn't, they got a jot, two big screen TVs and you faced them back to back. And then they had two systems Mm -hmm. and we'd play four on four, eight on eight. I did that one time. Yeah. It was so much fun to do that. It was fun and really cool one time, but he was so good that I was like, this sucks. Yeah. But it was fun because the problem with those kind of games is if you're playing against people and they're looking at the same screen, like you said with uh, they can just Goldeneye, look down, look at, see where you're at. Oh yeah, I know where you are, especially if somebody's really good and knows the mm-hmm. maps. I would say one last thing with the video games thing. My all-time favorite video game, not nostalgic necessarily, is Diablo II: Lord of Destruction. Yeah, that I game that. I have played, quit, played, quit because I'd get to what I wanted to get in the game and then I'd quit. I even had it in college where. Well, we had it when my freshman year of college. There was ten guys on our floor that all played that game, so we'd yeah. all like go and do dungeon crawls and get stuff. <laughs> but then we got to a point where you could I had, drink and you went and did pub crawls. I did, yeah. I had bots running it, so at night I'd go to sleep and the game would go and do. They call them Mephisto runs, so it'd go in. Go through, kill the boss on that level, and it knew the code of what drops were good, and it would pick those up. And then if it if there wasn't anything good, it'd <laughs> quit the game, start over. And so I'd wake up in the morning, and this is when eBay was really starting to kick in. I'd take those and I'd sell those digitally on mm. eBay mm-hmm. before people really were doing that. And so I made, as a poor college student that you're only buying booze and stuff with, uh, I made my booze money by selling Diablo game Diablo items, but. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Diablo 3 came out. It was not as good. It was still a fun game. I put like five, 600 hours into it. But I would say with Diablo 2, oh, man, I put thousands of hours into that game. That's a lot. But, yeah, so that's my favorite game of all time. And, and I would say Guitar Hero for yeah, me. Now, that, now, see, it took us a 10, 15-minute discussion to figure out what our favorite games were. Yeah. Well, because how I worded the question was nostalgic. So we started, we worked our way up to kind yeah. of your present. That's the last video game, really, you got into. I mean, Batman Arkham is probably the last game, the last awesome game that I got into, like the Batman series for the mm. PlayStation 3. Those games are really, really fun for me. God of War was really cool. but Yeah, it was pretty... I only think I played one and two, and then yeah, three I, the I just kind of like left off. But the Batman games have been really good. See, my thing, and I think it kind of ties in with... I haven't played in like four years. Commander stuff is the customization of stuff. Like if you're able... Like in a video game, I've always liked that where you're able to customize your character. Where God of War, it was like... 
you're just going through the you're level, you get stuff, and you beat the game. You know, yeah. everybody goes pretty much the same path. Diablo, there was such like a there was a skill tree, and you could build this kind of person, and depending on what do you items remember you Fable? had. Yes, and I was about to say Fable yeah. was okay. an awesome game. That was one of my favorites it was just for so extra. short. Yeah, I remember it being really short. It was short, but then the second one sucked. <laughs> like I never, it, yeah, I didn't touch the second. They one. They got worse as they got on because then they were trying to like, oh, you can buy real estate and. <laughs> That's, have a family well, what i ended <laughs> up doing in that, i got bored and i was like all right i'm just gonna buy this whole town so i was doing was just making money off of renting my houses out and then i <laughs> this guy weird because that's what <laughs> i do for a living life. you know it's like i've read now is this real life? <laughs> that's how i learned that skill of renting houses out no it's fable is a sweet game because especially the first one it was so different that yeah what that you point. did in the game would change how people reacted to you if you went yeah, evil grand theft auto was awesome too thinking about that yeah well i liked the grand theft auto from the computer like that's when i played i didn't the overhead version yeah yeah grand theft auto 3 was really good yeah i also like tony hawk pro skater Man, that was my fuck. game from freshman year <laughs> i played way more video games than i thought i did uh ssx tricky i did not play that. Uh, oh was that fun... the snowboarding game yeah no well, maybe i did uh i don't remember but yeah like i said mario kart we played the crap out of halo we played the crap out of yeah, good, oh, good times. I'm glad I started magic. <laughs> now it's all magic all the time. All right, well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Bye.